What's up, everybody? This is the Ish We Talk, man. You know who it is. It's Lily. It's my cousin Lizzie. We got a uh, special guest today by the name of D Hero. Yep, yep. Is that what you're going by today? We're going to rock that. Oh, D Hero, Today, we're going to keep things a little light, have things uh, light and dark at the same time, I guess. Um, we're just going to catch up because it's been a couple of weeks. We're going to catch up on these major movies that we have um, come across these last couple of weeks. So, right. which one do you guys want to speak about first? Let's go ahead and uh, dive into the uh, the Judas and the Black Messiah, man. Because y'all know it, it's been a lot of in and out over uh, Lakeith and uh, Charlemagne over that one. Okay. So uh, first, by how'd y'all like the movie? Um, I like the movie. I definitely like the movie. Um, I feel like despite the fact that um, David, what, what, what's his name? No, it's not David. No, it is David, Kahlua. Yeah. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that he's not ADOS, I feel like he really embodied the, um, the role of Fred Hampton. Yeah, he did a real good job. Yeah. Any time I forget that you are you in real life. Yeah. Any time uh, that's that's what I'm in. I mean, between I, I love it between that and the writing, the pacing, the uh, my emotions was in it. My emotion was in it. Yeah. You know, the kids really sold that damn character. The emotional uh, kind. Yes. So I, I love Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, he definitely sold it. Um, and also, despite the fact that David Kalua is like in his mid thirties, and he was playing somebody that died at twenty one. Yeah. You know, like we didn't even catch that. I didn't even know he was that young when he died, because he he covered so much in the short time that he was here. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like it was awesome. He, he, you know, there's a lot of talk about British actors playing American, uh, you know, black American icons. And, and I have to say, like, with this one, I was I can't even get mad at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even get mad at it. Like, 
it, it, it pulled me in, drew me in, pissed me off. Uh, I drank whiskey after the damn movie. I was damn depressed. I was like, shit, this is, you know, it, it was it was a heavy ass movie, man. Good acting, but Lakeith Stanfield's the one out, out of everybody. Lakeith Stanfield, yeah, he was the one that made like the torture, torment, like yeah, he sold that torment. It was just like damn, like yeah. you didn't like him, you, you hated him, but but you. So he sold that to him and he wasn't all right. I didn't hate him. I didn't hate him. You didn't hate him? No, I didn't hate him. I felt bad for him. I just felt like, I felt like he should have just took the charge. Like, damn. It wouldn't have been that long. And I'm pretty sure he was thinking the same way, but you got to think back then, being young, being black, and I know what I'm saying, and, and, and facing prison time, you know, it's one thing to be, you know, a thief or, you know, a drug dealer and, and never going to prison, but being a, uh, uh, being that and then going to prison and then trying to come back out to society, you know, they played on that young man's, you know what I'm saying, uh, fear of that. Yeah. And, and, you know what I'm saying, like you said, Lakeith really played that role of being tormented for real because as he started getting those teachers, he knew everything he was doing was wrong as deep up. But... Yeah. At this point, it ain't no turning back. Yeah. So, so in the beginning, I get it. But when he start really getting to know them, I, I couldn't do it personally. I've never been in that situation. But when you start getting to know the people, the Black Panthers, like if, I, if I'm starting to get to know Fred, I don't think I could have kept doing it. Like, like yeah. the, the turning point for me, and, and I don't know if this is a spoiler or no spoiler. I'm, I'm keeping no spoiler. It's been out for a couple weeks. It's I accessible, so we not. The last thing he had to do was the damn sleeping stuff. That's when I was like, all right, man, you a piece of shit, bro. Like, you yeah. did not have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, before that, I kind of get it. Kind of like fun and games. But they giving you something to make this nigga sleep heavy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For a reason. And he knew why. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's like, yeah. I see what you're saying. But at that certain point, knowing Fred, I mean, you were in the movement now. There should have been a step that he, he wasn't willing to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just me. I totally agree. I totally agree. Like I said, you know, it's just one of them situations we probably have never really get to it because that man killed himself. As soon as he had an yeah. interview about it, yeah. when he spilled it out to the world, he blew his fucking brains out. Yeah. So that tells you how long said what he cared. Right. I he, think he, it was he was tormented. Yeah. Yeah. That was the perfect title, man. That title could have been more perfect. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. That title was definitely on point. I, I know we get to other movies, and I don't want to spoil nothing, but one of the movies we're going to talk about, I, it was a comparison between the Keys character and another character who infiltrated a group to get close mm. to somebody. Yeah. And, and, and this yeah, is okay. Yeah, yeah, I just want to do a comparison later on on that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I feel y'all know where you're going with that, too, bro. Yep, I feel yep. that. Yeah, I did. Me personally, I think I couldn't have been that dude, man. I, I I couldn't have. I don't think I would have did it. But like I said, it was a different time, a different era. For, you know what I'm saying? For a young black male. But like you said, I, I'm a totally 100 percent agreeing with you. If you know what I'm saying, when you rocking with these people and you seeing what these people doing, I'd have just been the tone coattail. Like you know what I'm saying. At this point, if I go to prison, if I come back out, I know I know I got a standpoint. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a Panther now. Yeah, yeah, real talk, real talk. And then, and let's consider, 
he couldn't have came clean with the Panthers. They would have killed his ass if he would have like right. like we saw early in the movie. Right. They, they, they now, were do ready you to think ass out right there? Now, do you think that? Um, do you think that if he would have came clean and would have went and did his time? That the Panthers would have accepted him, considering the fact that they was not here for informant. It, it, it wouldn't have made it that far. Yeah. It wouldn't have made it that far. I mean, it was in the car. He had, I ain't gonna say. I, I'm gonna say that because I mean, because the movie show and even another documentary, uh, it was the informants that was kept on saying that was the ones doing the killing. It was never one of the Black Panthers. From here. It was yeah. the informants that was killing other people for telling. It was never the Black Panthers. So I can't, I, I can't put that okay, on the But somebody had the okay to kill him, though. I just, I feel like he wouldn't have been able to go back to the Panthers, but I don't think that they would have killed him. Okay, so like you said, it was, it was the um, informants doing the killing. But that part in the movie, when he was in the car, it had to be what it. He had to move it in the high-wire car. That was believable. I'm like, they like to kill this nigga. Like, right here, right now. It could have been intimidation. It could have been intimidation. They probably that, went that into it. It was believable, but it could have been intimidation. They probably went into it knowing that they was not going to shoot that man at all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they, uh, I think the Black Panthers had way too much to lose, to be honest, for killing shit. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I, I think they, uh, I think the Black Panthers had way too much to lose, to be honest, for killing another Black brother. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was our, it was always the informants. It was, it was always the niggas that really wasn't Panthers that was doing the fucking killing. Yep. 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 They were scared. Yep. And if you think about it, if Fred would have been over that, and if Fred, I could see Fred having some sympathy for the brother if he knew the whole story. Like, remember, you know, remember, um, Fred was kind of contradicting himself because he was saying you know, like, death to pigs, but then when Lakeith Stanfield's character was coming to him with, like, explosives and shit, he was like, get this shit up out of here. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, so, I just really felt like, like, it sounded good, it was a great chant, but in real life, yeah, it was just, it was to get the people in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think, well, in the movie, I don't know about real life, when Fred made that speech, he was Heading towards violence. He was pissed off. His partner just died. One of his main followers just died. Fresh out of prison. You know what I'm saying? He was pissed off. You know what I'm saying? That was an emotional speech. Um, but like a lot of us, when we pissed off, we say shit we don't really, you know, we're not going to die for. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's one of those right. You know yeah. So, that movie pissed me off, though. Every movie I've been watching the last two years, it's like, man, man. Uh, was uh, consisted of white folks. I didn't know that. Fred was I didn't know I did. 
And that's the reason why they was like, we got to get him up out of here. Like, jail ain't enough. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because if he was doing that at 21, just imagine what he would have done at 31, at 41. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they they had they had no other option but to get him up out of here if they didn't want it to um if they didn't want it to proceed into something real big. You know what I'm saying? Because he was he was he was um bringing everyone together that had been oppressed. Can't help but ask myself because again in the other movie we're gonna talk about, if Hoover was never born, you know where would we be as a people? Um, uh, the FBI, Director FBI back then, what was that dude? Was it Hoover? Yeah, Larry J. Edgar Hoover. If he never was like existed, you know what I'm saying? I'm not pretty sure somebody else was in, but this motherfucker be instrumental in. 80, 90% of suppression of black people in America, dog. Like, yeah. You know, I knew that, but as these movies highlight that, um, we're getting a more in-depth view of, 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 of how intentional he was of us as a people not progressing, not getting the message out. I mean, imagine how many songs that we don't know about that that was that, that never got out because of him. Imagine how many yeah. albums. Imagine how many, how, you know, just how much art, how many messages as a people back then that it, it could have got released, but he could probably call window to shut the shit down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, yeah, right. Yeah, he, yeah, he, woo. Yeah, Hoover was a son of a bitch, boy. God damn. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Hoover was, he was, you know, he was, he was a closet homosexual that had a little mm-hmm. black, and and he hated that shit. He hated, he hated every that. part about himself that he wanted to destroy everybody else with. Yeah. You know, it's it, it, it's a. Somebody needs to like really do an in-depth, you know what I'm saying, documentary or, or, or movie about, you know, just how, how much self-hate that man had for himself in order to do what he did. And like you said, bro, there's so many uh pocket shells of uh of talent and and, and kings and queens that, that we don't even know about that he just eliminated yeah. because it seemed to be a threat. Yeah. And it yeah. wouldn't it, it wouldn't have been a threat toward the world, but him choosing, you know. It's all right. It's all white. He, he, you know what I'm saying. He just was like, they'll never have any type of power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just think of just a few legends come to mind. The movie we're gonna talk about, the the, the, the options that movie, the first in that movie, from Malcolm X to Martin Luther King to 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 mu- other musicians, as we find out in the other movie. Mike, Mike. I mean, he was trying to put a muzzle on every damn body. And and there is a movie. I don't know if you know. There's a movie. Leno DiCaprio plays him. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, but that's called, probably one. And it called it's Hoover? Probably called Hoover. Yeah. But that's the first movie. I, I heard about it. I've never seen it. Yeah. That's it's the first a long movie. Really going, his, 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 his shit. His shit. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? So, yeah. Yeah. They really yeah. go in depth with his gayness. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and then I, I remember um, BET did, when they was doing um, that Gang American Man. Gangster series, yeah. they did an episode on. I went to jail sick. Uh, I went to an African magnet and I found that, like, I was in the fourth grade when I found out, like, Hoover's, like, great grandmother or something was black or something. And that, and that was a deep stain in his family, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. So when you just yeah. said that, 
I was like, I didn't know that. I was like, when you, I, I didn't know that he had some black. In him. I had no idea. Yeah, he did. I had no idea. It was, it was like a real deep stain in his family. I gotta, I gotta Google it to look it up. But I remember being a kid and my teacher, cause uh, not my teacher. I take that lot back. My principal, Miss Ballard. She yeah. was, you know what I'm saying? She was saying that like she, she the first person that I uh, that was saying that he was doing a lot of things because of self hatred. I can see that. I can definitely yeah. see that the most immature people with power are the people that project that on into the world. And at that time, the more convenient people, the most convenient people you can project that on is the people that's already shitted upon, which is black people. Mm -hmm. You know, the last few movies in the past, not few, last 20, 30 years, movies that came out about black historical figures in the 60s, 50s, 60s. Hoover is a part of those. Indirectly. He's a part of all of them. Like, mm -hmm. you cannot not have him mentioned or, 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 or something to him, man. So, yeah, he, he a boy. God, I, I, yeah, that movie pissed me off, man. That movie pissed yeah. me off. Good movie, though. Good movie. It was a good movie. It was well acted, well um, directed, well executed as a whole, you know. Um, let me ask you a question, yeah. Lee. Let me ask you a question, Lee. Could y'all see with the whole British American acting thing that, you know, if we find out we think they're American, we realize they're British. Could you think of anyone else to play either Lakeith's character or, or David's character? Well, Lakeith, nah. Lakeith is nah. um, American. Last oh, he's American. Yeah, Lakeith yeah, from Atlanta, ain't he? He's from Atlanta. Or, or Compton, so. yeah, I think he's from Could California. Yeah. Fred Hampton, can, can, you, can, you, can you imagine? I, I was trying to think. I was like, I can't even... I can't even, and everybody I was thinking about was like British. I was like John Boyega, because I, I I was like, but he's British, you know what I'm saying? Um, I was saying that the other day though. It's, it's it's one of them things where you can't really be mad at that because they actually do their research when it comes to a character. You know, it's yeah. one thing to be an American black person trying to, you know what I'm saying, just playing a a, a American black person. You yeah. you you would try to get to know their family and all that shit, but it it, it takes like real actors like a Jamie Foxx. Or something like that to like try to figure out mannerism and how they talk. Like that man learned how to, you know what I'm saying? Learn old school Chicago lingo. Yeah. And he had to sit there with a lot of people and figure that out. He had to he had to sit with the old niggas in the stoop to figure yeah. that out. Like he, you can't just go in there, you know. Like Ti couldn't have played that role because Ti always sound like a nigga from a lab. He can't never awesome. switch that shit up. Yeah. Never. You know. Never. It, it it couldn't have been. Omar Epps could have never played that role because the nigga, you know what I'm saying? He he just. Sometimes he just, he, he don't know how to, you know what I'm saying, be, like, aggressive. His aggressive is still, like, I want to fuck your wife. Like, you know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> certain shit. You know, yeah, certain niggas couldn't, you know what I'm saying, couldn't play that. That nigga did his research on it. He did his research not only on Fred, but just how young niggas, in, you know what I'm saying, in Chicago talk. Yeah. You know, so it, it was, like, it's a different, he, he a different breed. I yeah. feel like with um, the British actors, they take acting to a whole nother level. So, yes, they're going to do an amazing job with playing an ADOS character. However, it just, it, it seems like we're not even trying to find somebody that's ADOS. Because that's we know we're going we're gonna, to, what we're going to get with David Kaluuya. We know what we're going to yeah. get with David yeah. Elowell or John Boyega or whoever. You, Idris Elba, whoever, you know what I'm saying? We know what we're going to yeah. get with them, so I just feel like they're not even trying at this point. I, 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 I told my, my, one of my 
somebody I know who's an actor, he's starting to get known in California. So, you know, he's starting to get a lot of friction, uh, not a friction, a lot of momentum in California. And I asked him about this. And he said, dude, he was like, they have an advantage because of your point, Lindsay. They're acting schools. What is something America got that people not from here wish they had? Like, what do we have an advantage of over here that, like, England don't have? I can't think of nothing right now. What, you know, football, whatever. You know what I'm saying? American football. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Niggas, they can carry a ball, nigga. They go far in this motherfucker. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So that's what acting is over there. Like, so, like, when you get an actor from over there who went to university with that shit versus somebody that went acting over here, they're getting the cream of the crop over here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But 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 I can only imagine like the, the, the show, I'm not trying to get too off topic, all American. You know how many niggas from Compton are in acting school who don't have to really act hard to play? <laughs> all American. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, that's not cool now. When it comes to some hood shit, y'all can at least try to pick somebody who grew up in that versus or, or Snowfall. I love Snowfall. I get it. But there are actors who grew up in the environment who happen to be different that y'all can at least try to like say, hey, let's give this dude a chance. Y'all went all the way out the country to pick a nigga to play some hood shit. You know what I'm saying? And that, that, that bothers me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the movie itself, um, Judas and the Black Messiah, the movie itself, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at, at the, at the uh, casting at all. At all. He killed that. Yeah. If he hadn't killed it, I'm mad. I think that's the saving grace is that he killed it. He killed it. He killed it. Yeah. And they asked him about it in the interview. They asked him what did he think about people saying that. He was just like, look, man, I'm, I'm okay to have a conversation. You know, <laughs> I understand why people said it. I'm here to listen. You know, whatever you name they're here to listen. And so he was open when he said he understood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just seems like that's another thing that they just go out of their way to not to not give us a ADOS person and yes it's like yes okay they're black okay we're doing a black movie or whatever but it's a it's a huge difference between a uh, African uh English African and an African American like it just seems like that's just another way to oppress the ADOS like the Harry Tubman movie right yeah. like the Harry Tubman movie <laughs> yeah it just it just seems like it just seems like they just literally go out of their way to oppress us in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Like, yes, you give us a movie about Black Panthers, but you give it to us with somebody that's not black, or that's not a Black American. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it it just, just it can be I, a slap in the face sometimes, you know. And it's like, yes, I think maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it just seemed like yes, he did a great job, and yes, we're happy for him, and yes, we can't think of nobody else that would have been able to play it, but it ain't for us to think of. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not the powers that be. Yeah. You know, we don't yeah. know all the uh, all the unnamed uh, actors. That's not our job to know all the un, un or all the no-name actors, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. You're sounding like something's over the receiver. You feel that way, Lily. Then Lily start stepping up at you know what I'm saying as far as acting like Lily. Hold on, hold on, all that. Hold on, your your sound is 
your sound, it sounds like something is over the receiver. Hold on, I'm trying to fix it now. Yeah, somebody was trying to call me, my bad. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Now, um, I feel like, you know, the, the producers, the directors and all that, we need to go back to having like real ass casting uh, calls. It shouldn't be a reason that it's, um, we're um, showing favoritism to these type of actors because they're good actors. We need to have real life casting calls for things because it is talent out there. And we'll yeah. never get it if we always if we run up on a nigga and be like, I knew this role was good for you. Right. Yep. 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 You know, yep. we all need to just stop doing that in the whole like, you know, just cause it, it, it is it's starving artists out here. And it's funny and I always say that everybody else help each other except us. Yeah. And, to your point, even though I can't stand this nigga's writing, Tyler Perry, one thing you can't Fall time and Perry on giving people opportunity. This nigga will give anybody yeah. an opportunity. And he don't care if it's bad, you still be on the show because we've seen some bad acting. But he, at least he's trying. Like he would have a real cast of call of people from the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and to your point, that attitude, that approach needs to be taken and adopted in, in, in Hollywood. Um, I would love for people to link up with Tyler Perry. I, I think Tyler Perry likes partnership. I'm only bringing him up because. What if he was involved somehow, some way? He has the power and the pull to be involved in some of these products, uh, in these projects. You know what I'm saying? But I think he's isolated himself though to where Tyler Perry's world. You know what I mean? I don't think he like to share, but but I mean to your point, yeah, uh, David killed it. Um, we got Idris Elba, John Boyega, but if, if everybody had a fair chance, but David has proven himself as that guy now. He is. I think it would have been Chadwick Boseman. I think they were going different lanes, but David seemed like he's the black guy for the black movies now. From Get Out, the Black Panther, the Queen of Slim, so he he's the the black the, the black dude now. Right. And yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I appreciate that he takes it seriously. He kills it. But I'm like, damn, can we have an American brother that's the black guy for American experiences? To Lindsay's point, <clears> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, um, so, I don't know. I feel I feel more of that way about Lakeith. Like okay. Lakeith okay. is, you can, yes, he is amazing, and he's done everything. Like everything. Ev- I feel like he's he's that guy now. Now he in real life he's a little weird, but I just I feel like he's that guy. Because he's acted, because he's he's held his own against some heavyweights. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, what was that movie? Knives Out. He held his own against the Jamie Lee Curtis. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. can't too many people do that? You know, you know. So, um, and he's held he's held his own on TV with Atlanta. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he's like. He's like yeah. part of. He's like the best part of Atlanta to me. I like watching the show. Yeah, like he's the he's the best part of Atlanta. He is. He is. Um, he's a genius. I think he's an acting genius. Yeah. But some, I don't think he was trained either. I don't think he was trained. I think he he just correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he was trained. I don't know if he was or not. Yeah, because I think he was music at first, and then he. And he's one of them rare gems to where it's like he's one of them freak free talents of nature. And uh, and and I get it, he's respected and he's universal, 
But do you think he's being considered for the same the same level of roles as David is? No. I feel like he's a support cast more so than the main. You know, and I would love to see him be the main guy. You know, what I mean, I haven't yeah. seen him. He's done the so, main role like once or twice. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. This so, is probably his biggest role to date. Yeah, they, they, you could tell they took this shit seriously. They both were talking about how they both needed therapy and how they yeah. both was messed up. And yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine you playing the role that Lakeith Stanfield played? Like, you had to embody that role, you know, to do an awesome job that he did. You had to embody that role. But that role is a is of a troubled person. Torture it, soul. It's a, he's very tortured. And he and he feels like he, he doesn't have a way out. You know. The places he would have to the places he had to draw he had to draw from. Right. I mean, you saw it. Like the, the one thing about that movie, I want to give props to. It brought you in, the tone of it, it wasn't it was just gritty. Like the other movie we're gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. Gritty. Like on some straight, like Damn, you know, just great. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, any final thoughts about Judas and the Black Messiah? It's a must see. Anybody that, that, that even want to just do a little research on uh, Black Panthers, figure out who some of them was. That was real, um, vocal and real. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the real leaders. Go ahead and check that out. Yep. You know, if you just want to watch a good movie uh, from the standpoint of a, you know what I'm saying, of the villain, then it's also a good movie to watch because that's that's that was one thing that I thought, you know what I'm saying, made the movie amazing. Yeah. It didn't give you the standpoint of Fred. It gave you the standpoint of the villain of, of the snitch ass nigga. It gave you the caught up uh, Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. It gave you. The, you know, he wasn't snitching just because he wanted to snitch. He was snitching because he was caught. He was in a situation, be. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't because the nigga was fucking his baby mom. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, my final thought is, I think entertainment, movies, is the real education of black people, black history now, because these stories not gonna get told in school. These stories not gonna get told in traditional education, and I think that this movie which the other movie we're going to talk about, you starting to see the humanity behind the legend. See the humanity behind the legend. When, before this movie, I knew about Fred Hampton, but it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, young brother, Chicago Black Panther. But you saw the humanity behind it. You saw how right or die he was. You saw the struggle. And I think growing up, when we talked about our Black legends, we just, they highlight the achievements, but we don't really focus on the humanity, the flaws, the strength. The struggle, and and I think that's what this is. I think that movies like this, I think a lot is going to be made. I think we're we're in a time now to where somewhere in Black America, like we're going to start pushing, we're going to start educating our own people with our own history with these movies. I, I think this movie did a really good job of doing that. Yeah, um, unfortunately, I didn't do any fact checking to see because that's a part that's a part that sucks about movies because movies shouldn't be the groundwork of your education because it movies take a lot of creative liberties. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, I do but think... Awareness. 
Yeah, I I do think that is awesome that the movie did uh the movie did shed some light on a on a character that or not a character but a person that a lot of people probably did not have any information on, which is Fred Hampton. Um, because yep. uh, I mean they've done documentaries and then the movie. Um, we had the movie Panther that came out in the 90s, but that was more of the inception of the Black Panthers, not Fred Hampton's role yeah. in the Black Panthers. So, um, Fred, this movie started when the people that originated the uh, Black Panthers either was killed or went to jail or something, you know. So, yeah. Um, but I feel like it I feel like it was a good movie. It's definitely a must see. I would definitely um recommend it. I love the way that it was shot because this was such a dark, dark, dark movie that it was shot in a dark way, especially when you compare it to Panther, which is the um the Black Panther movie that came out in the nineties. When you compare it to that, it's it's shot in a totally different way. Yeah. And um and I believe this is the director's first um, feature film. I've never directed. heard of before this movie. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I believe it's his first direct... I believe it's his de- directorial debut. And he yeah. did an amazing job. Um, yeah. Now, how many popcorn bags would you give it? Out of five, you mean? Out of five? Lily, you're on mute, Lily. You're on, you're on mute. There, there we go. go. All right. Okay. So you... uh, out of five, right? Yeah. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. What about you, D Hero? Child support. <laughs> I almost <Wow>. slipped. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I would give it a five. I would give it a five. I would give it a five. Five. I would give. It, I would give it five. Yeah. Yeah. For what it is, for what it was trying to accomplish, on a technical standpoint, from a writing standpoint, from a pacing standpoint, from yeah, it was dope. I give it a five. That that was that was a complete movie. That was a complete. It was a complete movie. Yeah. Like most movies, I need some action. You know what I'm talking about, You need some action to kind of keep you in it. This didn't let you yeah. have action. This shit was so good. You were just like, dang, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would give it a four. I would give it a four. Um, yeah. And that and that is Judas and the Black Messiah. So the next one, the one that you kept alluding to, might as well go into it, is United States versus Billie Holiday. This movie came out um, on Hulu as an original film on Hulu, um, directed by Lee Daniels. Yeah, I, I want to say February twenty sixth is when it came out. Um, this is Audra Day as Billie Holiday, which is her first acting role in life, and she just won a Golden Globe for her performance yeah. last, last Sunday. Um. So, what are you guys' initial thoughts about the movie? Oh, 
part about it because when you're in an industry that's male dominated and you assert yourself folks want to call you a bitch uh, it wasn't the assertive of, of certain herself it was the it was the fucking destructive nature that she had she was very she had, a, she had a way of des- destroying her own shit like even though you know she did have that issue with um you know what i'm saying on drugs and shit but she kept going back to her comfort zone, and her comfort zone was to just get high and forget. Yeah. But the thing is, is that that, that lady has had been through a whole lot of trauma. A whole lot of trauma. That's a fact. They, they kind of alluded to it, um, yeah. but what actually happened to her in real life was that she was raped at the age of 10. I mean, yeah. You know? Um, that that That's hard. That's hard. Yeah. Now I now what I did do, I also watched Lady Sings the Blues um over the past couple of days. And in Lady Sings the Blues, they showed her being raped. Well, they didn't show show her being raped, but they um they did have a rape scene. But she was fifteen in the rape scene. Yeah. That's something totally different in ten. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So <clears throat> And yeah, then on, yeah, but then on top yeah. of that, um, but then on top of that, it's like it's the black trauma that, and on top of it, we don't get help for our black trauma. Yeah. So, so you're dealing with it the best way you know how. You know what I'm saying? And the I best way she knew how was heroin. You know what I'm saying? And then she had all these men around her trying to rule her life, and she's trying to assert herself. She's trying to take control of her life, but then she got all these demons on her on top of that. So it's like, it's a it's a lot. Yep. It's a lot. I'm, I'll leave more on Lindsay's side. You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. Thank you. I hear you. I oh. wasn't even talking to y'all. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking to us. My bad. Calm down. Calm, <laughs> relax, baby. Relax. Um, I lean more, Lindsay. I, I lean. So as I was watching the movie, uh-huh. everything's about context. I always yeah. ask myself, why, why? And at that time, therapy just started becoming a thing in the black community. What five years ago? It's not even that. Three years ago. Um. None of that back then existed. It's like you had to just figure it out. You had to literally, I mean, just figure it out. Right. Like from the racist shit to the to the how women were treated, um, as a black woman being treated, and the fact that she made it that far, that was the drug use was her coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, she didn't have any positive, even the dude who seemed positive wasn't even positive. You know what I'm saying? Right. She was used, Damn. abused. She was messed up, and that was her norm. 
and the fact that she was still able to perform, still do what did what she did, I gotta give her props for that. But it saddens me because and this is the psychology part of me, I'm kinda got this mind. I see a lot of Billy Holidays today on a smaller scale, man. It's like women who are just fucked up. You be like, you were just fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, she was a bitch. But context. Context. She had good reason. She had good reason. You know what I'm saying? And every time a dude came and she thought she could trust. I mean, how many times did she say, how many times did her trust get broke broke broken in that movie? And this is just the movie. You only talking about real life. You know what I'm saying? For the white manager, the 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 the, the, uh, the husband. How many of her fucking husbands teamed up with the government? They're like like yes. all, all of them, dog. Yes. Boyfriends all too. Of all of them. Like all of them. Yeah. All of them. I'd be on drugs too. I'm like, yeah. Shit. Like she can't okay. trust nobody. <laughs> right. But see, what I took out of that though was, you know, she kept on searching for a support system. And she had one. She just kept on the gate. Like her band in the movie was her super support system. Yeah. Like, and she ignored and treated them like shit. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. she looked. You know, at she them treated like... them motherfuckers like shit. Like she left that. You know what I'm saying? She left that. Uh, that that uh, one eyed bitch. You know what I'm saying? Waiting no, no, at the restaurant because she gonna she uh, went and had dinner with the boxer. I'm like, yeah. bitch, you. Hey man, come on, man. You gotta you you got a support system. Even yeah. a trumpet player, you. He didn't even do heroin, but he made shit. He, you want? He made that bad nigga do heroin. You want to sit up in here with us? Yeah, yeah. Probably, she, but I mean, you know, she looked at it like at the end of the day, they here for like if I didn't have no money, they wouldn't be here. So I, I she didn't pay them. She wasn't paying them, and they never left. Well, at, at a point, yeah, she didn't pay them at a point. And you know what? And they never left. They still was there. But what else was they gonna do at that point? Even that dead-eyed bitch was sitting there while she was dying of liver, uh, uh, when her liver shut down. That little dead-eyed bitch was sitting outside because they wouldn't let her in. Yeah. Dead-eyed bitch. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. She was looking at gifts. She kept on looking gift horse in the mouth. Even the nigga she was doing heroin with wanted her to get clean. He got clean, and he was like, hey, we could just do it together. He wouldn't want no money or none of that shit. She didn't want to hear that shit. She had support system. She just, she she went to her comfortability, and her comfortability, I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry that it had to be for her, but her comfortability was pain. Yeah. Because she got so used to it. Like, you can't be mad. You can't be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? But the key thing she, one key thing she said to old dude, old boy, when they were stranded, that her everybody. That was yeah, that was messed up. What did he say? You need them niggas' gas money. <laughs> <laughs> they on a bus, my nigga. <laughs> 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 how, how did he find her? How did he find her? Like that was my thing. Out of all that happened, I know that was a jacked up scene and what have you. But my thing was was that they in the middle of a cornfield. How the hell did he find them? Ain't like they got cell phones. They ain't got GPS. They ain't got find my my friends or nothing like that. How did they? How did he find her? Because I'm gonna tell you just like any other nigga tell you, you gonna find good pussy and and and, and a sea full of motherfucking bitches <laughs> anyway. Anywhere in America, boy, you, you ain't never gonna, you ain't gonna drop with, you gonna smell that good pussy a mile away. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, so, sorry to cut you off, but just fun fact, that, that husband that came and found her in that cornfield, 
that's the same husband that was played by Billy D. Williams in Lady Thinks the Blue. Now that is okay. night and day. Uh, that yeah. nigga was ugly. He looked more and like especially compared to uh Mr. Uh Billy D. Williams. But, I, I looked the real husband up. The mm-hmm. one in this movie looked more like the one her real husband. Right, but husband. I'm just saying, like that was a night and day. Yeah, Billy mm-hmm. D. Billy D. Yeah. You know, Billy Mr. D. Billy D. Williams, child. Okay, um, but anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> the key thing, the key thing that really targeted one thing she said, and I don't know verbatim, when that guy, when her, when her, when her future husband came, and the nice military boy who showed that he was loyal, because they had a good little nice time. Mm-hmm. Loyal, he he was good for her. And what did she say to him? She, what she said, someone on the lines of. You're a good boy. I'm too messed up. Yeah. Yeah. That, to me, was the moment that really showed her what she thought about herself. And to your point, Lily, it's like she's used to pain. And this is where, and then when he came back and fought for her, and that's where I wrote on the pad, S-I-motherfucking-M-P. You a simp. All them niggas were simps. Like, nigga did that. But that, the soldier boy was it. He simped his ass off. Fucking, you all lost your job over this bitch. You sitting here with a glass of milk, not even liquor. You know what I'm saying? Then you somehow, you go back. And, and, and his family's rich. All the pussy, all the shit, your family, and you don't have to work. You know what I'm saying? You don't lost I never job. understood that shit. If you, if you went and you got in the fight and lost the fight, and that nigga gave it so you can have this bitch. <laughs> you lost the fight. And you got her back. And uh, I just, I just... So in that situation, Billy Holiday was gifted, but I see this happen a lot today. A lot of good dudes with good intentions hook up with toxic women, women who got potential and who may be gifted, and they end up falling off. That nigga fell off. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Billy Holiday, but but to your point, Lindsay. On the other hand, there was no therapist. There was no father figure. I mean, I know you, you shared her inner circle, but her inner circle, in my opinion, was more so enabling her and not really helping her, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. And she was toxic as shit, though. Toxic as shit. Toxic. But that's the thing. A toxic, crazy bitch with fairy, puts a fairy dust in her vagina, man. That shit was crazy. Because she had... Them sex scenes... You said what, bro? Them sex scenes. All right. Usually, I would get turned on off a of sex scene. I felt the toxic. In, I, I, sex scenes was wrong for me, bro. Like, even though they was doing their thing, I don't know. It's kind of like when I was watching the sex scene, like you take Monsters Ball, take Basic Instinct, you know, Sharon Stone doing her thing. You take Power. You go, oh, shit, okay, oh, shit. You know, but when you watch it, when I watch that, when I watch Billie Holiday, I, I was like, this shit just seemed wrong. It just seems. It was intense, but it was like pain. It, I didn't even get turned on by the shit. It made me more depressed. She was getting fucked like a, like crackheads get fucked. I, I don't know. It was weird, man. I don't know. I don't know if that's just me, but I took it as like that's how she viewed sex because, I mean, she grew up in a whorehouse. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, she was yeah. raped at 10. Like her first experience was a rape at 10 years old. So she probably just viewed it as Okay, come and do your thing. Come come and um do your job. Like it's not necessarily supposed to be something that I'm supposed to 
take pleasure in and going ahead and, and finish. You know, that's the reason why when that sex scene happened with her and Trevante Rhodes, he was she was just like just assumed the position and he was like, No, nah, I don't wanna do it like that. Let's do it she like did. this. Like she hey, didn't know. She she arched her back and was like, "Come on!" I was about to say, "Boy, hey, whoever that lady is in real life, man, that bitch is a gem." Boy, because I, I said, "Man, look at this little bitch. This little motherfucker arched that shit to the sky, like nigga." She arched her back. She arched. Hey, boy. I know somebody watched that shit. Like, wow, knock that shit out the park. I know he did. I know he probably was like, "Boy." Hold on, with my car piece that, because I might, she might feel the ride on this. Hey, and lucky he was a bastard, because he walked up to him, he slapped the shit out of him, he's like, lick the ass cheek, and I was like, oh shit, you know, then, you know, but nah, it, 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 and by the way, side note, for that to be her first acting performance, to be that vulnerable with your body, and to play that much, that, that toxic woman, and be that cheap, yeah. I mean, fuck, man, that's a lot of courage, man. Like, yeah, you know, one thing she took up, um, was smoking for this role. Yeah, that's, that's dedication. Cause I ain't taking up smoking cigarettes for nobody's role. Like, that's like I'm gonna play a homosexual guy, cool. So I'm gonna practice first. <laughs> I'm gonna practice. I'm gonna go out here. And I'm gonna suck one or two dicks. I ain't gonna suck more than two. Cause Tay said if you suck more than two, you got it. So I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna just suck two dicks and then I'm gonna go. Yeah, that's too bad. Smoking cigarettes and shit. Like, look, you ain't gotta do cocaine, motherfucker. Just, just trying to take, you know. Hey, Nate, you want to be Bobby Brown, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this cocaine. Now, we play a Snoop Dogg. We do that shit all day. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, right. I'm gonna play a bisexual. Ooh, okay, let's do it. Let's get a, get a character first. Get my ass. Okay. Right, she's a method actor. Yeah. So, so the comparison though between what's that dude name, Soldier Boy guy? Um, in real life, Trevante Rhodes. No, uh, well, well, his character, I think it's I got it written down. Jimmy Fletcher versus William O'Neill. I was thinking about this shit. Who's William oh, O'Neill? William O'Neill's from the other movie. The nigga from uh uh, uh Judas uh, uh Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, William O'Neill. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, so I was just like, huh, what if, what if the dude from the Black Messiah was more like Jimmy Fletcher? I, that's what I wanted to happen. I wanted him to get on board eventually. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jimmy Fletcher, even though it was a woman, but he fell in love with her. What if William O'Neill would have fell in love with the cause and, and took that route? You know what I'm saying? And I was just looking at different, so William O'Neill was about himself. I think Jimmy Fletcher really thought that he was doing the right thing. Because you remember he started off because of drugs. You know, he said the main reason he was doing it because yeah. of drugs. But on the other end, the fact that there was a whole basement version FBI of black motherfuckers taking down Louis Armstrong, how in the fuck is that okay? Like, right. like, like, these cool they, niggas. They like, brainwashed them to believe that what they were doing was not of the Lord's work. Because the whole yeah. thing, the whole thing with um, with Billie Holiday was that song "Strange Fruit." They were yeah. saying that she yeah. was inciting riots with the song and whatnot. But the song is a mirror reflection of what was going on in the South. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. they just right. 
they was um uneasy with what like if people really paid attention to the lyrics on what will happen. Oh yeah, yeah. That's you know what I'm lyrics. saying? They were extremely uneasy with that. So it was <laughs> a day. I, I I think that uh, the the Easter egg that uh, that nobody really picked up is in the beginning when he when when the uh when the Fed agent walked in and he said that these niggers in this jazz music is uh starting up this uh uh uh, uh this civil rights movement. Yep, yep, yep. I don't yep. think nobody really paid attention to that. Yep. They 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 were so they they were so, you know what I'm saying, against us that they knew before we even knew we was gonna speak because this shit's in the forties. Before yeah. they they knew before we even knew. Yeah. Yep. And then this yep. is the crazy part about the Strange Fruit song. Like that was written by a white man. It was a comedian. Was it was he a comedian? Yeah. I had no yeah. idea. I mean, yeah, it was written by a white man. And that's the I crazy part. Kids. That's the crazy part about it, is that you were doing all this for a lady that's singing a song, but you're not even going after the person that gave her the song she was singing. Well, I'm I'm glad you said that because I was going to, I was just supposed to make a little video parody side by side of NWA fucked the police when they took them off the stage. Mm-hmm. Strange, strange fruit when they took her off the stage. Yeah. Anytime black people start talking about some real shit, boy. Yeah. And wanna, they want to so shut I, us up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I thought that was a comparison. I think, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, just, she was just like how they tried to, how they took down or tried to take down um Fred Hampton and and Judas and the Black Messiah. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Whenever we try, whenever we get some type of leverage, and we're making moves, they try to take us down because they are afraid of what we can do. Like they know our potential. And yep. they they don't want us to hit it. Black Wall Street, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the thing, you know. It, it's like they say, you know, and, and um, they they're afraid that we will do what they did. Right. But we just want our own. Yeah. Right. Right. They're so afraid that we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. That's what. That's all it is. They're afraid if if we get any type of power that equals theirs, we're gonna do the same thing to them that they did to us. Mm-hmm. Right, right, and that's all we all we want is equality and not revenge. Now, now, and but they're afraid that one day we are gonna want that revenge. Hey, birth of a nation, you know what I'm saying? Almost mm-hmm. happened. Uh, I, I really noted how the movie they <laughs> use drugs as a blanket to stereotype her, to silence, yep. and that that has never stopped. That has never stopped. They use drugs. As the as the technical cause to stop the real problem when it comes to them, and I, I, it, it, it just amazes me as we watch these movies how nothing has really changed. Like mm-hmm. nothing has really changed. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, I mean, what? Maybe the format, police killings. You know, we got videos now. You know what I'm saying? But nothing really changed. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to silence us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Education wise. Yeah. Yeah, so after watching, because I, I rewatched um, Judas and Black Messiah, and I watched Beehive. I, I had to go watch the Disney movie. So I was just pissed. I was like, you know, man, like, fuck everybody. Fuck America. I'm just being angry. But it was a good movie. <laughs> that nigga said, man, it's too heavy. Yeah, turn on Nito and Stitch, baby. I'm fucking the first man. I was just like, man, what the fuck, man? I was just sitting there like, man. And, and you know, a, a white friend of mine called. I was like, I can't talk to you right now, bro. You know what I'm saying? I can't talk to you right now. You know what I'm saying? But 
I think the movie was dark. I think the tone, I think it was authentic as hell. Like I said with the last movie, um, I think that we just knew about Billie Holiday. We may have some general ideas about her struggle, but I love the fact that we're getting a real in-depth picture of true shit that they had to go through, personal, professionally, being done wrong, and still was able to rise to the occasion. We're yeah. getting the humanity and the pain behind the, the icon. Yeah. Yeah. And she has some sass to her. She has some sass to her. Her stage prep. She talks shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. I, I like that part. Yeah. I like that. Good movie. Yeah. yeah. That that was a good movie. It's all said and done. It was it was 100. I I liked I liked it. It was it was sad as fuck. Sad. It was. It was, it was very sad. sad. It was very sad. Just just to see somebody in a position where they're that troubled. And there's just, it just seems like there's really no way out outside of death. That's, that's just sad in itself. Like, you just want her to be happy, you know? Her music, her music was her way out. And that really resonates with why we're so artistic as a people. How we cuss, how we write, how we sing, how we, we so pain. Even today, this year, we're so fucked up from what this country has done to us. I think that's the reason, I mean, already in our genes already, you know how expressive we are, but that's the reason why we so dope in music, so dope, dope at expressing ourselves and non-verbally, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 we the shit, you know? And then the white man take it and they like, oh, we like it, we're going to borrow it. Lindsay, we're going to borrow it. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> I don't think that, you know, anyway, that is disgusting. Yeah. But no, man, all she had was her music. All she had was her Yeah, so um, popcorn bags. A, a solid four. four. Solid four. Four. Yeah, we're solid in agreement. Four. four. Four for me as well. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts? And shout out to the 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 nigga that they, uh uh um uh, everybody hates Chris dude. I think his yeah. role was dope. I know what I'm saying like I I really. Really do think, you know, out of all the men in her life, he was the best one. He was. He, he, he kept it real. He said what needed to be said when it needed to be said. It. He was authentic. He was real. I want to see him in more shit, by the way. I want to see yeah. him. I would love to see him in more projects because he can act. Yeah. I really I mean, he can act. And I think he's, and if he couldn't before, he worked his way up. You know, yeah. he's like, yeah. you know, he's worked, he's been in a lot of B shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because I like them in, um, I believe that was Dear White People, the movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. I liked him in that. Yeah, yep. he's he's done it. some things as an adult, but like you said, it's like a lot of B movie stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's working his way up because he's starting to he's starting to be seen a little bit more some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But hopefully, right. He can, I right. And when you see him, you always like, oh, that's everybody hates Chris. I think he's tired the theme song pops in my head every time. Mm-hmm. Once I seen him, I was just like, everybody hates Chris. I just was like, man, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Here? But he played the shit up out of, this, out of that role, man. Yeah, he did. He played the trumpet, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, but I, I made a note, and I would love to see him. I would love in, in other projects. He's one, I think he got potential to be, you know, maybe not be, be the, the main guy, but he'd be a good supporting guy. You know? Yeah. 
he would be a great sports guy. Him and Diana Ross son, like, yeah, I know what yeah. I'm saying. Like, I, I think Diana Ross son, he played his role too. He 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 played, you know, that nigga that this was trying to get on. He just wanted mm-hmm. to be, you know what I'm saying. He yeah. wanted, he just that's all he wa- it was. Just a nigga yeah. that wanted to get on. So he was doing what he had to do. Yeah. I think he took a break for a long time, though, focused on his marriage and family and other ventures uh, before. I think he just got back into acting a couple of years ago. The thing about him, though, like, I don't have a real deep voice. This nigga, without that little mustache, he's a teenager. He's, he will he's forever like, be Rashad's <laughs> little brother. From ATL. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I want to I I get on too. Wow. Right. War, like, my nigga. War. Like <laughs> <laughs> through the whole movie, I was waiting on him to spill chocolate milk on his on his shirt. Like right. oh shit. He was supposed to ask if he got some cutty last night. So yeah. <laughs> he still he still look he still look kiddish. He, still he does. He does. Like that mustache was laughable. I'm sorry. Charlie Chapman. Yeah. yeah. It was very laughable. Um, but I do like him. I like him every time I see him on the screen because he was he had a small role in the Hunger Games. And uh, yeah, he was in one of them um Mike and Jake. I forgot which one. But yeah, he had a small role in there. He got killed, but and it wasn't um it wasn't very dramatic, but yeah. But yeah, I like him every time I see him. I like Evan Ross. Yeah, yeah. Sad movie. Like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna watch it again. <laughs> I watch the crap aside again. But Billy Holiday, that's a one. That's 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 like what's that sad ass Tyler Perry movie? Nigga throw the baby out the window and shit. One, oh, one time. for color girls. It, one time. That's one. That's I'm not watching. Yeah, Billy I would Holiday. never watch for color girls again. Just and, and that's Lee Daniels thing. He loves making them. Sad, dark, like. But the one thing thing I can appreciate about Lee Daniels, as far as his directing um, um, style, is that he's gonna make you feel it. Like you're not, he's not gonna elude. He's going to make you see it, and he's gonna make you feel it. Like I'm shocked that they didn't have a rape scene in this movie, because had it been an independent film like Precious. We would have saw all the rape. You know what I'm saying? I don't gave him so much of that shit. Huh? I'm cool. I, I would have turned it off. I only gave him so much of that shit. Yeah. God. Yeah. And, and the only thing I can think of, the reason why we didn't was because <clears throat> was because um she mm-hmm. was she was so young when it oh, happened. Man. Um because the crazy yeah. part about Lady Sings the Blues was that yes, they show like they didn't actually show show a rape. They had this thing where she was getting raped, but they did not physically show. And I feel like the only reason why they went that far in Lady Sees the Blues was because Diana Ross was playing herself. Well, not herself, but was playing the kid or the 15-year-old. There's no way that Andre Day could play a 10-year-old. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's the only reason why we didn't get that scene. Because yeah. even in Precious, when Precious was getting raped by her dad, it was Precious getting raped by her dad. It just, wasn't a younger just, version of Precious getting raped by her dad. You know what I'm saying? So, just you saying that, this, 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 ugh, I can't watch this. Just you, Precious got raped by her dad. Just as a nigga. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, but but that's the thing. That's the thing. Like I can appreciate Lee Daniels' style because he makes yeah. you feel it. But it's hard as hell to watch. Like I like you said, you won't watch this again. I would never watch Precious again. You couldn't yeah. pay me to watch Precious again. I was literally fucked up the I, rest I, I, of the day. I can watch Precious every time it come on. I like that shit. You're I don't like the, you know what I'm saying, the rape. <laughs> no. Yeah. But it's some shit that, that but Monique, I watch it every time. Cause that bitch, hey man, you need to get your ass down there welfare. That shit right there. She played, she played her ass off, man. She that, definitely did. That she mama did. was the shit. She yeah. she definitely yeah. earned her Oscar with that role. But she I did. just, like, I was, like, we, we went and watched that in the morning. Um, I literally was fucked up the rest of that day. Literally was fucked up the rest of that day. Like, we went to, like, um, a birthday party um, or just a birthday gathering. And as soon as we had a minute where we was not talking, I thought about that movie and got fucked up again. Like, I cannot do that movie ever again. Ever again. So... Life already hard, man. Right. Like, I got my own struggles. I'm not trying to take on these fictitious struggles. But Lee Daniel has his lane. He has his lane. You know what I'm saying? Ron Cougar has his uh, lane. Lee Daniel, he has his. uh, Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. On the good days, I got good news. Fuck Lee Daniel. I ain't watching this movie. Right. I just had a baby. Lee Daniel's movie, no. Right. I got a new job. I'm going to watch Precious tonight. No. It's not going to happen. This movie, I get a new job, I get raped that night. Some shit like that. Cool. Straight. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> straight, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, are those your final thoughts on United States versus Billie Holiday? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, did she sing the movie? Was that her singing in the movie? That's that was Audra Day singing. Damn. Wow. Yeah. You can't. No one can just do a Billie Holiday voice like that. That yeah. that's that's a She's dope thing. for that. I didn't know. I, I the thing is, I I I didn't even know who she was, and even to find out that she was actually singing through the movie. Yeah. Hey man, she is. She 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 very yeah. uh, well deserved that that gold book. Uh, yeah. Book. yeah, yeah. She altered yeah. her voice for this role. So they talked. She did a um Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. That I caught like a glimpse of, and they talked about how she altered her voice for the role. Cause I mean, she don't sound too far off from, um, from the song. And then on top of that, her name, her stage name is a um, a ode to Billie Holiday, because you know they called her like Lady Day, yeah. or Lady of the Day, or something wow. like that. Audra Day. Wow. So if you listen. Lily, if you watch her uh, Audra on YouTube, just sing it. That girl can sing her yeah. ass. I know you heard that song, Rise Up, and we yeah. rise up. Yeah. 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 That's her. But yeah. But yeah. I oh, would... see, I never knew. I, I didn't even know who she was. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, she she's dope. Um, And then just an old back to um, Lady Sings the Blues. Diana Ross sung everything in Di- and Lady Sings the Blues. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm I'm assuming maybe has some copyright issues involved where they couldn't use her original stuff or maybe it was a um a choice. But 
usually when that happens, it's because of copyright issues. So yeah. But either way, it worked out because yeah. when she did Strange Fruit, uh, it sounded just like uh the Strange Fruit that you can uh YouTube yeah. uh, Billy Holiday Live. Yeah, it sounded just like it was uncanny. Yeah. That's why so, I had to ask. Is that her singing? That so, that? Shit. So, like she... <clears throat> yeah. So speaking of Strange Fruit, let's just go on ahead and get into the fucked up song of the week because we're like on some depressing stuff. We want to end on a high note. So let's just go to the <laughs> fucked up okay. song of the week. Now, um, I wanted to do this before the movie came out. Unfortunately, we had to take a um, a two-week break. So we're going to do it now. Um, we're going to go on ahead and have the fucked up song of the week be Billie Holiday's Strange Fruit. So let me go on ahead and pull that up now. Woo! That's a high note, huh? You want to get in the high note? No, no, no. <laughs> we're ending on a high note. That's why we're doing this song oh. now. Okay, I was like, damn. Yeah, no. <laughs> I will say this, this is the fucked up song of the week, but if you listen to the... Uh, some of them songs that uh, Billy was singing. Billy got a lot of fucked up songs for the week. We oh, can, yes. We can put on Absolutely. Hey, Absolutely. Boy, that song where she was like, she'd rather have her man hit her than quit her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I peeped that out. I peeped yeah. that out. Yeah. yeah. So, let's go on I ahead. said, damn, Billy, you would fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. That's song it, it was happy and then it got real dark real fast Mouth 
ocean of magnolia, sweet and fresh. Then the sudden smell of burning flesh. Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the rain together.
basically what you said, man, I think clever, genius, metaphor, fruit. When you think about fruit, you think about something that's refreshing, something that's sweet. Maybe too sweet, but it's it's not nasty. You know what I'm saying. But when I think about, you know, the southern trees bear strange fruit. Um, fruit is supposed to be pleasing. It was pleasing to them, white people. You know, it was sweet to them. They all gathered around and saw it, you know what I mean? Uh, but to us, it's strange. To them, it's sweet. To us, it's strange. So that, that's what goes on. So verse two, <clears throat> pastoral scene of a gallant South, the bulging eyes and the twisted mouth, scent of magnolias, sweet and fresh, then the sudden smell of burning flesh. Any thoughts on verse two? Same accord, man. He's like, you know, you know, with the with the cross burnings and the, and and the 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 burning down houses and you know just burning us. You know, it was it. I just it was just uh, um because this man gave it to Billy Holiday. So my thing is when he wrote it, he didn't write it and he he didn't write it for the uh for the pleasure of the white man. Right. You know when that when that song was it, it was it was a disdain. Like he was he was you know how. Like he said, we're from the gallant South. You know, he he wanted to let Noah and he wanted to let everybody. He wanted to pull the curtain from Mayor you Noah know saying from 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 the guy. Like, don't pay attention to the guy in the back. You know, he wanted to pull the curtain out of that. Mm -hmm. You know, look at this shit. This is what we're doing. Yeah. This is this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind of it kind of is um along the lines of what they did with um the whole situation that happened in Selma. They wanted it on TV so that the world could see what was going on. Yeah. And that triggered a lot of people to get involved of all races. And that's what they wanted, you know. So it feels like it's along the same vein as that to, like you said, pull the curtain and show the world what's going on in the South. You know what I'm saying? Because you, somebody from the North can be like, oh, they free and... We didn't have the internet back then. They didn't have TV back then. They had the radio, and it was very controlled on what you heard on the radio. So, unless you knew, you didn't know. Yeah. You know, so, for a person that was as popular as Billie Holiday was, she's going all around the country singing, and she's recording, and people are buying her stuff, and then people are listening to this particular song. What is she talking about? what is going on you know what i'm saying so yeah. and which is probably all the more reason why the um cia really wanted her to shut up you know so. yeah yeah um the second verse she just got deeper with it it went from kind of a generalization then bulging eyes and twisted mouth oh shit, yeah. okay yeah very graphic you know what i'm saying very graphic. right right yeah. So, verse three. <clears throat> Here is a fruit for the crows to pluck, for the gain or for the rain to gather, for the wind to suck, for the sun to rot, for the 
for the trees to drop. Here is a strange and bitter crop. And that's the final verse. Yeah. It just sounds horrible. It, but it's but yeah. it's very accurate. It's very accurate. I wonder if there was a a song inspired in the same way with Strange who written just like this, song just like this. And if the how what metaphor could we use today for police killing? Um mm. I, I'm just curious. They don't hang us yeah. now, but they you know. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah, I mean, what 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 metaphor could you use for a police killing? A pinata? I don't know shit. A pinata? <laughs> Whoa, shit, my nigga. <laughs> Whoa, I better not ever hear nobody come out. <laughs> With Lakeisha's Kinsiera. And they talking about the shooting of niggas, and they and they metaphors as pinatas. Man, I would lose my shit. God damn! You know I'm trying to. You know what, man? I don't know if there's a metaphor for like certain things. Don't need a metaphor because it's so you get it done, you shoot me. I don't think a metaphor is even needed. It's it's just shit. Like what target practice? A video because then Call of Duty, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't think of nothing. Um, the only it, thing I can think of. It, I mean, but could you can't think of something like that off the fly? It's gotta be one of them yeah. things where, you know, it hits you in a dream and you wake up like I gotta write this shit down. Yeah. yeah, the only thing I can't because I can't necessarily think of like the actual shooting, but the person lying in the ground, maybe you can come up with a metaphor off of that. And I said pinata because I was thinking about Rodney King, even though that like that would do us better than what you know, like beat us rather than shoot us. You know what I'm saying? But I was thinking about Rodney King, like shit, the blood's the candy, <laughs> shit, you beat the fuck out of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? But nah, uh, yeah, man. It, it, this is like we said earlier, man. You know, I think all of uh, black people, a lot of black people, they counseling. You just uh, you just uh. Put the the nail on the head like all of us need to talk to somebody. <laughs> if, if that's your go to about Rodney King, like that nigga got beat like God, that's some shit you want to need. You need to talk to a professional. Yeah, he got busted open. Hey, he got busted open. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That is. Uh, now I was uh, speaking of the third verse. Um, I was telling my girl because we was watching it together, and um, that's the 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 third verse is something that you know what I'm saying. I used to sing all the time because when the first time I heard the song, I, I uh, like I said, I went to uh, uh, African Center, so I was like at elementary school, and that third verse was the song, uh, the verse that I, I always sung because it disturbed me the most. Because like as as a seven or eight year old, in my mind, I envisioned you know uh, fruit for the clothes, uh, crows to pluck. I used to sing it because I used to think about how. You know the crows is plucking the eyes out and shit like that, and that was I was telling my girl like that was always disturbing to me, and I have no idea. And like we, while we was watching the movie, 
I just started seeing, I, I set up for the whole thing, but sung that part. Like, I, cause I was like, that's always, but that's always stuck. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a very disturbing song, but it had to be to get the point across, you know? Yeah. So, and then to compare it to fruit, I thought that that was like genius. You know, because yeah. like because yeah. like you said earlier, like you think of fruit as something good, something positive. It tastes good, you know, but and and fruit hangs from trees. Yep. And now you got this. It's it's hanging from a tree. So and but it's strange. Yeah. To the person that don't know what's going on. This is Clear. strange. Yeah. You know, Clear. So, so I, um, I think it, I think it was genius, you know. Bars, bars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shout oh. out to the, shout out to the white man that made that song because yeah. it takes, uh, it, it, it takes a genius to do that, to raise awareness, but I also know, you know, that it's, it's from his, he was a part of the problem. And I think that's what made the song so ingenious and that's what made the song so dope for him to even give it to Bill. Yeah, his because name is it would it, it, it would have fell on deaf ears if it came from him. Right, right. He was a, a songwriter and a poet. He yeah, was a poet. His name yeah, is Abel Abel Miropol. Abel Miropol. Abel Miropol. Yeah, that was a real name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that is that is strange fruit. Uh. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. It's right. Now let's get let, let's 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 pull up the song where she talked about getting her ass beat and never leaving her nigga. What's what's the name? That's of that right song? there. Whoa. What's she the name of that song? Uh, ain't like, nobody's business or something like that. Yeah, ain't nobody's business. This motherfucker said I ain't gonna call no coppers. Uh, uh, I don't know what I don't know what she's talking about. You know, as long as you keep hitting me, Papa. Like I was like, what the fuck? This song got real dark, and then you got people dancing. And then shout out to Billy Holiday for integrating the Carnegie Hall yeah. in the fucking fort. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that I was telling my girl like, man, I don't think nobody's paying attention to how much power this bitch really had. Because that shit was unheard of. You think a white bitch was sitting by a nigga in Carnegie Hall for anybody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A woman right. and a black woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And you see how, how the, the nigga, the nigga was just grooving in front of the white bitch. White bitch wasn't even scared. If yeah, I right. sneeze in front of a white bitch, I'm getting shot. Right. But on top of that, she wasn't, she, uh, wasn't even an opera singer. You know what I'm saying? So that's three things against her. Yeah. You know? I, I didn't know, and my bad for not knowing my history, I think we don't realize how recent lynchings were legal. In the beginning, it started off saying that in 1937, it was brought up to the Senate for it to be made illegal and it, 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 didn't, it didn't pass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can we forget how recent that shit is? My mom was born in 64, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad was born in 62. The shit's not that old. Yeah. 
and they're still not considering it a hate crime. Did you catch that at the end? Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. They're wow. still not wow. considering it a hate crime. It's it yeah. went it went in front of the Senate in 2020 to try to consider it as a hate crime and it still has not passed. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they need for it to I guess they need a white person to be hung for it to be considered a hate crime. Yeah. No, nah, and that still wouldn't change it. Yeah. It wouldn't. Yeah. Off okay. topic a little bit, but this country is, I won't say regressing, because the regressing means we have to progress, and we haven't. But the once again, the, 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 the it's being ripped off to where real people, real intentions, there's no hide. It's going back to how it was. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I feel they're going in that direction more and more. I'm about to whoop somebody's ass probably next two years. I'm not like I was driving the other day on the bridge overpass. People were like had Trump signs, and I literally let down my window, and I did like this, <laughs> and I and I wanted to pull Hold over. Hold on, like, what is like this? Because you you forget we're we're recording audio as well. So what is like this? Oh, I uh, put my little finger. I flipped them off. I flipped them over. I flipped them off. Yeah. And, and, I, and see, I want the smoke. I want because this I ain't gotten. I ain't Luther King. I'm not him. I'm yeah. not Martin Luther King. I'm not you know. Oh, I'll beat, I'll beat your yeah. ass. You non-violent, know? non-violent. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, man. Um, I know it's off topic, but just watching these movies, watching the two of these movies in a row. You know what I'm saying? After if they cancels on you, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it pissed me off. It wasn't a good night. You know what? <laughs>
just as I want to anyway. And don't care just what people say. If I should take the notion to jump into the ocean, ain't nobody's business if I do. If I go to church on Sunday, then cavalry all day Monday. Ain't nobody's business if I do. If my man ain't got no money, and I say take all of mine, honey, ain't nobody's business if I do.
foot. What do? Who shoot a woman in the foot? Like, that's some that's some pimp stripper shit. Dance, bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Damn it, man. I mean, that's just that that, that was as far as he could aim. Like, they, like, you know, if he just shot over over his head, he even shot the bitch in the pussy. She had to be probably some shit. She's calling by the whatever day star. Call me Tory, bitch. Day star. <laughs> That's it was. Day star. <laughs> she said, "Just that, I, like I said all the time, man. You, we don't never know what's what's said behind closed doors, man. And Megan might have said some shit that like fucked him up. Like you know, she could have said, you would never be a star like Drake.' And he like stood up, <laughs> and the only thing he seen was her pinky toe, and he was like, "Wow, bitch, don't don't test my gangster." <laughs> And then he climbed back up in the seat <laughs> and, and put his seatbelt back on. Like, bitch, I'm not the one to play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I just can't imagine, like, just imagine a nigga climbing out of the seat <laughs> and only big enough to see your feet and kneecap, and he shot for the close. Shot. shot the first thing he saw. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then climb back up in the seat, like, if bitch, and you better not call nobody, bitch. Help me up. Help give me. <laughs> bitch, give me a boost. Golly, I'm yeah. shot. Give me a boost, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Megan May. Bill, uh, Billy was the. You know what? Some, some of these new women in the business can learn some shit from Billy. What not to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. She went through Billy. It's, def it's definitely a cautionary tale. Like yeah. I mean, I'll send I'll joke aside. Yeah. So I, with 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 the demons she had, and the niggas that seen that and, and took advantage of it. it. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely a cautionary tale. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the nigga that we thought was a good nigga, for real, he took advantage of her demons too. Yeah. But I understand, you know, he thought what he was doing was right, and you know what I'm saying? Because he 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 was really on the strength of trying to you know what I'm saying. Get the, you know what I'm saying, the world out of drugs. Yeah. 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 I wonder if he still did Heron after that, though. Like, remember when when, uh, when the trumpet player had that nigga shoot that shit? Yeah. And that nigga went, had all them bitches and shit with Bill. First of all, if I ever get that high with a bitch, don't you ever bring that shit back to my house. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even want to be around you. If I was that nigga, I would have stayed in my car. For the yeah. rest of the time I was there, because I wouldn't even, yeah, I, I don't want to be nowhere where I'm seeing you as a kid and I'm crying and I don't know what the fuck, <laughs> bitch, what the fuck type, that ain't me being high, bitch, I don't like that high. He was, he was sitting there and then out the blue, a tear, I was like, oh, what kind of shit they on? Everybody else <laughs> Nigga, Heron to took that nigga to the sunken place. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> he was I would have never did that shit again. I'm going to see a 10 year old version of anybody. <laughs> I'm cool. Right. Man. I'm straight. If I get high, if, if you look like you look now, and as soon as I put this needle in my arm, I look at you and you like, don't worry about it now, bitch. bitch this, this right here where it gets dark. Nigga, I'm I'm scared to death if you look like a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's some weird shit. That's some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, I will say one thing that I really love, which was a fucked up scene, but I really love the way that it was shot. Was when they saw the lynching. Yeah, that was, that was fucked up. Right, I was watching that and I was like, I love this. I love 
everything about the way that this is shot. It drove the point home. It yeah. drove the point home. Yeah. 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 And it was so Which sad. Hit, and what, hit, what hit. was getting me was when the babies was like, Daddy, get mama off the tree. I was like, oh my God. Like that, like that would have had me like, if I saw that shit in person, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit hurt. But I love the way that Man. it was shot when she went into the house and all that kind of stuff. Like, and she pushed away the people that was trying to love her, help her and ran to the drugs. To your point, that's, that's what I was about to say. See, and because that was a great visual, because it it, it further uh, put my point in is, is she kicked away her support system every time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Billy, Billy. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder what her like descendants think about this movie. I wonder she ain't had no kids. No. Dark ass movie though. Yeah. You know what? I take these movies over the slave movie. I don't want another slave movie. I don't. Yeah, I'm done with slave movie. I, I, I take I take these. I take these over slave movies. But to your point earlier, it seems like these movies are the things that are teaching. So yes, we don't want to see another slave movie, but it's like kind of still need them because they're not properly teaching people. You're right. Way. You're right. And, and, and to your point, you made earlier, Lindsay, these are not 100% factual, but they make you do what we're doing now, Googling lyrics. Um, you're going to Google who Fred Hampton is after watching, you know, Jews and the Black Messiah. And, you know, we need movies that make us more, because this generation, these young motherfuckers, man, don't get us. I mean, not, oh, well, let me take that back. This is, this generation, young generation, they got some Malcolm X in them. They don't give a fuck with technology and speaking up and shit. But then there's a part that don't really give a fuck. They don't like, like they worry about that today. I think these movies are helping. Like, yeah. who add NWA to that? Straight out of Compton. That was me and the kids yeah. watched that Black History Month and shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's a, um, uh, I, I think we, um, we need to be fully aware that, uh, in this generation, you know, uh, this this 2000 era of, of children, um, their only guidance for real is us 80s and 90s babies. Real talk. Because we um, as they're not gonna dig further back into the, the the 70s, 60s, and 50s and 30s. So it's it's on us because 80s and 90s babies was always the most upfront. It's just we didn't we didn't grow up with the internet for real. By the time that shit happened. We were, you know what I'm saying? We were already knee deep in shit. Yeah. But we always, we always was the ones that stood up because wasn't nobody else. Yeah. You know, I know being an 80s baby, motherfuckers used to always, tell, niggas that was older than me was telling me shut up because it ain't going to change. And I was like, nigga, that's bullshit. It ain't going to be me. That could be, that, that could be you bitch ass niggas, but that's not going to be me. Real talk. Real talk. And Real so, I think I think further going on, especially with 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 young producers and 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 directors and actors, we like you said we we should provide teaching moments, and we should because we're the only ones that's gonna dig back in there and try, because we're the only ones that's gonna be able to talk to the elders with some fucking sense. Yeah, well, we're the bridge. We are the bridge. We're yeah. the last generation that used the fucking map to travel. We're the last. And we need to, and we need to stop. Yeah, we need to stop acting like we're not the bridge. Cause we sometimes we 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 we're quick to judge, and then we don't know what I'm saying. We don't we don't offer an olive branch, like yeah. you said. So so we can't build the you know what I'm saying bridge the gap. I, I will say this: some things I'm gonna judge. 
licking ice cream in the store and the boo, I'll beat your eye, you motherfuckers, you stupid dumbass. <laughs> you you know, supposed to. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But they be doing some dumb ass. Anyway, it's just yeah. a conversation. No, I agree. But it's the lack of guidance. It's the lack right. of guidance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, you got to think most of us, you know, especially us, um, us uh, 80s and early 90s babies, a lot of us went to jail and um, or, or got killed and a bunch of lame ass niggas, you know what I'm saying, was raising, the, you know what I'm saying, our kids and or our cousins and nieces and nephews. Yeah. You know, so. It, it was a it, it was a handful of them that had sense, like, and you know you you always seen the handful of them that, that had sense. You know they're trying to do something now. You know we got great young activists. You know I will say that we got a a, a lady out of out of this city alone, man. That little girl, I, I respect her to the fullest. The lady that showed up and and, and showed out in front of them white uh, uh, motherfuckers, man. I thought she was the shit, and yeah. I, I called her a couple times on uh, Facebook Live. She will dig into a nigga shit. If they I try know. to even try uh stun on her or be on anything. The yeah. motherfuckers are trying to be like, you wasn't like that in middle school. Nigga, what the fuck? What the fuck does that shit got to do with what I'm doing now, right. bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're the bridge, and, and, and movies like this help help our cause, the bridge that gap. You know what I'm saying? Watch this movie with my kids, asking questions. My kids know about, you know what I'm saying, shit like this. You know, like, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree. Yeah. Lindsay, what's the what's the high note? What's the high note? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right. yeah, so we're we're done. We're um Lady Day. Um, so the the high note is what just came out Friday, coming to America. Um, coming T W O America. The sequel that took thirty something years for us to get of um, the classic Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall movie that came out in what, 88, 87? One and all. So, came out um, on Amazon Prime Friday. Um, I got to watch it with my bro, D-Hero. And from what I can tell from us, we enjoyed it. Um, what did you think, Lily? I thought the motherfucker was good. Like, I had my, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. I had my fucking doubt. I was like, man, why would they ruin a classic? Why, what are y'all doing? Like, y'all cannot possibly make this make sense to me. But they did. And I really, really enjoyed it. I'm not even gonna front. That is a movie that I can watch. Many, many times, just like I can watch the old uh, Couple of America. Many, many times. Yeah. It, it, it really bridged the gap, and it put all the pieces in that I was thinking they wasn't going to put in. They they put everything in that bitch. I, I thought everything about it was, I thought it was funny. I thought the plot of it was dope. I thought the ending was dope. Shout out to all the, 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 the little uh, small... Um, Things that you know people might have missed, like you know what I'm saying. Like the general was mad because his sister for thirty fucking years and hopping on one leg and barking like a dog. Yeah, yeah. Like that nigga wanted to kill this. That That shit was funny. funny. Like I I never understood why Eddie never. Like come on, Prince Hakeem, 
You came back with a whole light skin bitch. You could have you could have took that burden away from that bitch. You was driven. Yeah, that was fun. You was caught up in that light skin pussy so much you did not give a fuck about that bitch. <laughs> the, the people who are saying it's not funny, I understand why. I thought it was funny. It's different brands of comedy. Um Eddie Murphy's brand of comedy versus today's brand of comedy. I mean, we went from Eddie Murphy brands of comedy to the Martin to Friday. So, you know what I'm saying? This was a good, wholesome comedy. I, I, I think our generation know what that is. I don't know if this new generation know what that is. It was wholesome. Am, am, I, am I wrong? Yeah. It was wholesome. We know what wholesome comedy is. We grew up with this shit. Yeah. Sitcoms and shit like that. You know, um, half of Martin movies outside of Bad Boys was wholesome comedies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Eddie Murphy will, you know, and to me, it had that feel because I understand it. I can appreciate it. I think the people that don't like it probably was expected some, like, I don't know, maybe darker, maybe. It, I could see them saying this was kind of corny, and it's not. It's wholesome. But in 2021, what the fuck is wholesome? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. yeah. You know, people are so used to the comedy that is. 15, 30, one minute, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute. Um, they're used to all the raunchiness and the expletives yep. that yep. you can fit into 13 or into 15 seconds, 30 seconds, one minute. You know what I'm saying? The attention spans are super short that something like this wouldn't be appreciated by somebody that was born in 2000. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is something that yeah. is appreciated by an 80s baby, maybe a 90s baby that can appreciate the nostalgia. They paid attention all these years to what people loved about coming to America yeah. and they incorporated that in it. Like, they knew yeah. when they did it, the shit was funny, but they didn't realize how much we would love the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the barbershop, yeah. like the barbershop men, they didn't realize when they made the movie, I don't think that they realized that when they made the movie that we would love those characters so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they yeah. incorporated that. Like, they incorporated Randy Watson. Like, they incorporated the preacher. Like, all it's this weird. stuff. Like, huh, huh, yeah, the twins. The twins. Um, Vanessa Bell Calloway, her still hopping on one foot after 30-some years. Like, that... It's stuff Man. that we absolutely love about coming yeah. to America that they incorporated. And then they appreciated the fact that people went on to have successful um, careers. Because Garcet Bouvier, there's really no reason why she should have came back outside of the fact that she made herself a star since. Because she had a non-speaking role and she wasn't even the main flower girl. Yeah, You know what I'm That's saying? And they brought her back as the main flower girl. Again, a non-speaking role, but just the point. You know what I'm saying? We know her. We yeah. love her. And just the point that she brought her back. Yeah. Yeah. And just the point that they brought her back. It was, it was really full circle. Yes. It, it was full circle. It was yes. full circle. Yes. The star to me on that whole movie, and I, I'm going to need my nigga to make more movies. Wesley Snipes is funny as shit. Oh, my God. He was the best part Wesley of Wesley is funny, man. <laughs> he was the best part of the movie. I love Wesley Snipes. Look, I was about to call you real name. D. Harrow. 
What did I? What did I kept telling you while we was watching it about Wesley Snipes? Well, what was you telling me? What were you telling me? I kept saying I love Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought that. I didn't want to get it wrong. But I wasn't yeah. saying that. Yeah. Now Wesley Snipes. He. I think I don't. I think we limit the nigga to past fifty seven to up and then blade. You know what I'm saying? It's like Wesley got some acting chops. He, he got, got some acting his chops. His range man. is second to none. And he's completely yeah. he's completely underrated. I feel. Yeah, he you know is. He is. He he was he was funny, even though it wasn't the main speaking parts. He was just he 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 made his parts count. He was just goofy as shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The way they would walk his, in. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. His intros. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Shit was funny. Um, I, I, the I, most well endowed man in Africa. <laughs> Now, now, I was lusting after some women in this movie, man. I was lusting. Tiana Taylor, I, I mean, you know, Lindsay was laughing at me because I don't be listening to shit. I don't know. I'm, who the fuck is that? Nice holy lips and shit, you know, with the, you know, and then you got the other chick that was uh, the main character, the son. The barber. The barber. Golly, who was that? You know what I'm saying? And I'm watching it, but the son. I kept thinking, I wish this movie would have been made a long time ago when Chris Tucker would have been younger to play the son. And my mind, I kept seeing a younger Chris Tucker play the son. I kept, I, can you imagine? Oh, shit! You give me, you give me baby? You a baby? I just kept, I kept seeing shit <laughs> in my head. I wasn't impressed with the son's acting, honestly. That was the one thing. It was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Okay, but, so check this out. Um, It was revealed in one of the interviews that they did before the promo of this movie that he initial initially wrote the role of his son for Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I heard that bullshit. Yeah, I heard that. And like, Arsenio like, said he was never on board with that with that idea. Yeah, like, hey, yo, pops, I'm the new prince and now. I'm so happy that they did not have him as the son. That would have never made Tracy sense Morgan to anyone. Younger than what he is, bro. Like, no, no. Who would you have had besides the main character? Who would you have? Would you have I'm trying to figure out, even if they did Tracy Morgan, that would have been like, like 20 years ago. Like, yeah. man, what would they he have been, been in there? Like, I got I, I got these uh, uh, ham and cheese, Chief. Like, what the, right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pigeons that, it wasn't on a never branch. Worse. Pigeons on a branch. Like, yeah, but I could have, I could have saw maybe 10 years ago, I could have saw Brandon T. Jackson as the that would have definitely that that would have saved his career instead of putting that fucking dress on and being a fat bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that would have that yeah. We we seen what happened after that. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing we don't know. We we are so down on black actors that we know these days. That's not British. Like just this. Like back in the nineties, we would have had five, six different types of recommendations that we could play that character. You know what I'm saying? Chris Tucker, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's not that many young black male actors that are that are black Americans. It's not. Yeah. All the Wayans back in the day could have played that as Sean him. Sean could have played that character. You know what I'm saying? We don't we don't have it. The, the, the movie the movie was was I think was for us. Um I was trying to say it was Bad Boy 3 for us or was it for everybody? Bad Boy 3 was for everybody. This one was for us, though. This one, I think, was for our age. Yeah, they definitely and, yeah. made it for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
They definitely did. Um, what I don't appreciate, because you could tell that the movie was heavily edited, and I don't appreciate the fact that some of the stuff that was in the TV spots in the trailer was not in yeah. the movie. Because yeah. Tiana Taylor's character was like, she looked like she was like second in command with the army in the um in the trailer. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was completely opposite of what we got in the movie. I hate yeah. that when they do that. Because you be looking for those scenes in the TV spots in the trailer that and then the final edit don't have it at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it, it did what it was supposed to do it was, for the audience. It was intended for. Wasn't bad. It was. It was. We're, we're used to movies like this. We grew up on movies like this. You know what I'm saying? We we grew up on shit like this. And the people that said it's not good, even people are. Some people are age said it's not good. They yeah. they even they got used to a certain brand of comedy that they're like, no, Eddie Murphy. That's not Eddie Murphy's brand. I mean, he he can do that. Shit, if he was doing a remake of or a sequel to Harlem Nights, hey, let's go. That shit be off the chain. Yeah. That wasn't the, the thing about it. That kind of be dope. Yeah, but everybody dead high. now. So all my friends are dead. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, they old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now coming to America, the first movie wasn't vulgar. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It was what it's supposed to be. The you first know, movie wasn't what, vulgar, but in the same breath, it was rated R. This one was PG thirteen, so you, exactly. you can tell. Now. You can the times we live in now, huh? The, the times we live in now, because you saw titties in the first one, I think. You did see titties, and they did oh, cuss. They said they dropped the f bomb in the first one. They, they did. The one mm-hmm. time where it was supposed to happen in this one, they said mf. When the last time yeah. you heard Eddie Murphy censor himself? Like he don't give a damn. You know he what I'm saying? Like so, I wonder. I wonder whose idea that was to make it PG thirteen. Hulu. It was I mean, not Hulu, Amazon. Amazon. But I thought that I thought he sold the finished product to them. Easy, I think he did. I, I think. I so think I don't did. think they was a part of it in the beginning. I mean, I, 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 I but think maybe they went back and did some edits. I don't know. Maybe they had to. I mean, like. Like we uh we all seen like through the traders, there was a lot of things that wasn't on there. So what what he he so he probably sold the the shit to him, and then they went in there and did whatever they did, and they could do reshoots or whatever, because they wanted to put it in on 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 a wholesome comedy that everybody can watch. Which I mean, uh to do uh uh to to even give them their flowers on that, they they still kept it full circle. So I got to, you know, I'm not even mad at it. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie no, at all. It, it's, it, not it's, not, movie. it's not It's not the, it wasn't meant to be on some Wakanda shit. It, this is a comedy. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, they referenced Wakanda in one of the TV spots, but they did not, re- but it did not come up at all in the movie. Because remember, yeah, there was a scene that um, Akeem was like, Wakanda was fake and Zamunda is real. Yeah. That never yeah. happened in the movie, so okay. I I just hate when that happens. Like yeah, yeah. But, uh, I just feel I feel like the people that are are hating it had high expectations for it. I feel like the yeah. people that that um really liked it, not necessarily had low expectations, but 
they understood that that movie is that movie and this movie is this movie. Yeah, you can't connect. Yeah. Bad Boys 3 wasn't going to be Bad Boys 1 and 2. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think coming to me, it was, it, I laughed. I laughed a few times. Yeah. Uh, what was the one that kept saying, um, bitch say what? Like, what, what was it? What yeah. was that? What was yeah, that? that? That was funny. What was you bitch say what? Like, what? Like, <laughs> she said it. I she said, said I was gonna use that myself. That shit was funny. That shit was funny. Like, bitch, uh, say what? What? Got him. <laughs> you have movies that's supposed to be big ass feature presentations. You got movies that's supposed to be uh, nostalgic. This was more nostalgic type of movie. Yeah, it was heavy um, on the nostalgia. Exactly. It was yeah, heavy yeah. On it. And people complain about it. Like, it's corny. Like, Motherfucker, you never grew up on Family Man. Shut up. You don't, you don't know what wholesome yeah. comedy is. You know what I'm saying? This is wholesome comedy. Mm-hmm. Or you never watched the original Coming to America. Because anybody young or old, if you watched the original Coming to America, you would you you like the full circle and Coming to America. Real yeah. Talk. Yeah. Real talk. That's the part that kills me because I was on Twitter looking at a couple people's comments and there were some people that was like, I've never seen the first one, but I'm going to watch the second one and hope I get the reference. How the hell you gonna get it if you never seen the first one? Like, you're I'm not. You're it. not exactly. Not especially not with this one. You're not gonna understand how big of a deal that box of Soul Glow was in the barbershop. You're yeah. not gonna understand that. You're not gonna understand yeah. sexual chocolate. You're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand people that think that that think that way to just say just. Fuck it, I'm gonna just go to the finish line. I don't care. Yeah, that's like that's like watching Straight Outta Compton, and when they kicked the around, they said Bob Felicia. If you never seen Friday, you know right. if you don't know what the fuck Bob Felicia even means. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. That movie was made for us. It was made for the '80s babies uh, and, and, and older. Uh, my dad, my mom probably loved it. I know I loved it. Me and Lindsay was cracking up. Um. It, I, I love the fact it had two Africans in there. That's like it had, yeah. It had Tumbo, it had fucking yeah. Michael Blackson. Michael Blackson, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like Michael Blackson could have had a bigger role, but I feel like he should have too. Yeah, like he yeah. Too. But it, 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 it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah. Like Arsenio Hall, Arsenio Hall does not look 65 years old. No. He looks a bit 48. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. 65. Wow. Right. Yeah. And then let's shout out to whoever did the uh the CG in the movie, not as far as like the animals, but as far wow. as the um the um the way that they um de-aged our Man, and, and, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that fly. was that was awesome. So I think we found out that shit works better for black people. I think you could be something in something in that melanin. So let's try that shit with Morgan Freeman just as an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> if we try with Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman would he would he would just like look sixty five <laughs> and that's it. Like you know what I'm Yeah, man. Yeah, like shit. It should have had Because I remember in Morgan Freeman in King of New York, he still looked at like he was like sixty and slapping the shit out of white bitch. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. God, that boy, that boy don't, he don't, hey, I mean, he, he's the same. He's the same. He did. He went, he went through puberty and turned into an old man and stayed an old man. He's been, 
He's been 60 since 1947. He's been 60 since 1947. I was hoping they would have Samuel Jackson in there. I don't know why. I was hoping they could fit him they in there, Samuel Jackson. Him. They showed him. But there was no way that they could fit him in there. Like, okay, yeah, he, went, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he had he robbed McDowell several times before they caught him. Yeah. They was not yeah. gonna bring yeah. him back and bring him to Zamuna to run. And, and I'm not complaining because they had everybody damn else in there. They, had, they the fact they got the twins, how, like right. the twins, how do you even find them? How did you find them? Like how did you right. like yeah, that, that, that's crazy. That's crazy. I wanted them to bring that was fly. Park, though. That would have been a, a big fuck you to Eric LaSalle, though. Let's 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 do that because he was offered a role and he turned that shit down. Are you serious? Yeah, you can Google that. He was offered a he was offered a role and he was like, nah, I don't I don't think you know and I will I will be uh he was saying it was a scheduling issue. Eric, what are yeah, you doing? What? what are you doing now? I'm about to look this shit up. He looked like that type of nigga though. He looked like his real yeah. character in the we he ain't did. seen that nigga since ER. What he the did. fuck Look it up, you bro. doing? Look it up. He he turned it down. He said it was about, it was something that he didn't want to do. What about Lisa's sister? Did she get offered a role? I don't know, because I was saying that too. Like I didn't see her sister. Like her sister should have been in there at least like sneak fucking semi. Yeah. Yeah, she should now that I don't know, but I know they did offer Eric LaSalle. That's fucked up, yo. That yeah. that's that's fucked up. Cause wow. I wanted him in the movie. Did you uh, did you look it up, bro? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go screen rent, screen rent. Um, yeah. That's I I do not appreciate that at all. Cause I wanted him in the movie. Yeah, he he just didn't want to do it. He just had to say doing nothing. When the last time I heard this nigga's name? I don't okay. Eric when he LaSalle. left ER, that's the last time we heard of a Eric or a LaSalle. Fuck out of here. Now I'm mad. Yeah, he should have been there. Um, good movie. I, I mean, just, just, just off the fact that I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn if Eddie Murphy offered for me to stand on the corner and fart for three hours straight. I'm doing that shit. That's Eddie yeah. fucking Murphy. What the I'm fuck? I'm fucking doing it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I'm and, and, doing and, that shit. Yeah. Just out of respect. Out of respect. Um, Everybody in that movie had a, has a way better career than you, Eric. Everybody. Right. Everybody. Everybody. So Everybody. If, if them niggas stopped everything they was doing to do the movie, you that busy, nigga? What are you doing? No. You, you, you looking at the poster hating yourself. Right. Right. They even brought back motherfucking Louis I just, Anderson. I, I just, I didn't get it. They brought back motherfucking Louis Anderson, dog. Like, dude, like I thought real. that was so iconic too. Now, did you hear the story about Louis Anderson? How he got in the movie in the first place? How? Excuse me. Okay, so y'all gotta go watch the um, interview that Arsenio and Eddie did with Jimmy Kimmel because they they told a lot of gems in that interview. It's a really good interview. Yeah, it's a really good interview. It's funny and everything. But they told the story on how um, Louis Anderson got in the movie. So they the cast was set. The studio told them they needed a white person in the movie. And they was like, huh? 
And they was like, we need a white person. So Eddie was like, well, who's the funniest white person out right now? Um, Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson was the funniest white person that he could think of. So he was like, well, let's put him in the movie. Then Arsenio doubled down and was like, they came to him with three names on a piece of paper. He chose Louis Anderson out of the three names. He wouldn't reveal who the other two names was, but he chose Louis Anderson. And that's how Louis Anderson got in the movie. Wow. Yeah. And that was a good choice. It was an awesome good choice because he's the one, he's the one with with the most uh, quotable line that we still say to this day. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Like, he's the one that say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit was hilarious. And and they got his ass in this movie wearing a dashiki. That's hilarious. Yeah. Running yeah. McDowell. But yeah, he was, a Mac, he was a true McDowell diehard. Like, yeah. that showed that, like, he was really legit saying that he was staying with McDowell forever. Right. This whole concept of McDowell's part of this shit. Man. Right. Um, hey, listen. Shout out that they didn't they didn't say the big um uh a Mick no more, but they said we ain't got the Mick muffin, we got the Mick stuffing. <laughs> I fucking died, dog. It was funny. I fucking died. The, the McFlurry, they put their shit yeah, McFluffy or something like that. Yeah, that was funny, man. That was funny. yeah. Good movie, good yeah. movie. Um. I love the music in there. I love they got salt and pepper in Vogue. I was oh shit in Vogue. I bet young kids who in Vogue. You right. know, um, this shit. Yeah. I, 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 it did what it was supposed to do. I have no yeah. complaints about it. it yeah, yeah. I wasn't looking for it to be better than Coming to America, the original. You know. Yeah. But yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely I enjoyed it. Um. Like you said, it did what it was supposed to do. I think Lily is frozen. I was wondering about why you're looking at me like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, my bad. You know what I'm saying, dog? Right, we must have said something here, Mike. I don't know. Hey, Williams was the nigga. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. I guess he'll come back in in a second, but yeah, like like you said, it did what it was supposed to do. Um, I just really don't understand what people's gripe is because it wasn't supposed to be better than the original. It wasn't. You know? Bad Boys. I, I think. Do you think that we made that mistake with Bad Boys Three? Three? You think we thought it was going to be better or? No. Um, my thing with Bad Boys Three is that they didn't stick with the plan or the formula. Michael they Bay, went, it don't need to be went, no more unless Michael Bay is doing the shit, man. Yeah. Michael Bay. But the story, the story on down, like, they went yeah. against the formula. And I did Michael. not appreciate that. And then it just Michael. seemed like when you, when you get into that area of doing stuff for the fans, yeah, it, it kind of comes off not as good because you want to capitalize off of the hype that the fans are bringing to yeah to the um franchise you know it wasn't bad it was just it wasn't bad right it was a movie with martin and will but it wasn't bad right they made another one for right here so 
You said they're making another one? Yep. Another bad right one? Here. Yep. I'm about here. Uh, Bring Michael Bay back. Michael Bay is bad boys, man. Shit, yeah. like Michael Bay, Kevin Hart. I'm not Kevin Hart. Michael Bay, Will Smith, and Mar Lawrence are uh, those three yeah. together. They got three got to be together. It's a certain type of way they shoot the shit. They shoot yeah. the movie. They shoot it. Certain little moments that you can't duplicate unless those three together are in it. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hold on. Oh. Bad. Uh, my bad, man. My phone went fucking dead on me. Oh, okay. Oh, we was wondering. Was like, oh, yeah, I had to hurry up and find my charger. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, any uh final thoughts in regards to coming TWO America? Nope. It was most nope. Great movie. Anybody that's uh between the ages of uh twenty seven to forty seven, you definitely gonna enjoy the movie. Yep. Okay. Popcorn bags. Popcorn bags, three and a half. Three point seven. You know, it, it it was some it was some glitches. Like yeah. I'm I wasn't a fan of uh I wasn't a fan of uh, Tracy Morgan's uh, character, but I I I know why it was the purpose, you know. Uh, I wasn't um I wasn't a, a big fan of the son, but I did like how it jail how uh, the son jail and he was able to blend in uh be cool with it uh with uh with the situation of him you know trying to adapt to you know actually being a goddamn prince like mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. And in a real case scenario, I don't give a fuck who you is. That shit overwhelming as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of the sun. I give it three and a half. I wasn't a big fan of the sun. The sun, I know other actors when they were younger who could have took their role and made their own funny moments in that situation. I.e. a young Kevin Hart. I could see him being in that role making that shit funny as shit. Like, 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 you know, like, oh, I mean, just, you know, certain moments, he had opportunities to make his own funny, and he didn't. Like, with the whole, uh, you got to get circumcised type, then we had to circumcise shit, that shit was funny. But he didn't make yeah. it He didn't make it funny. The situation was funny. There was opportunities to where, with the lion, he could have made it funny. Like, again, I know he's not Kevin Hart, or imagine Chris Tucker. Like, a lion, like, think about um, Rush Hour. You know, even it wasn't going to be a funny part, but the whole Chelsea Clinton, mm-hmm. like you know, you know, just just certain moments that you, as a comedian actor, you make big, and they're like, damn, we even think that would be funny, but you made it funny. He didn't do none of that shit. To me. He didn't make nothing funny on his own at all, like at all. He just did the script, right. and that was it. He just acted. So it was an opportunity, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why I'm giving that. Um, but everybody else, Wesley Snipes though was, was the hidden star of the movie. Yeah. So. Which, yeah, that, I, I think that's unanimous, man. I yeah. really think Wesley did a, a phenomenal job. Which I yeah. mean, he did an awesome job in Dolomite is my name too. He did. You know, yeah, I forgot that one. Hey, listen, Dolomite is my shit. I watch that shit every time I see it come on. Yeah. Uh, that I I really wasn't familiar with Rudy Ray. Yeah, but what I, I I I you know what I'm saying. I was like, oh, this is the nigga that made 
Because I remember those movies, but I never really watched the movies like that because it was my mama's movies that I couldn't I couldn't get with them. Yeah. But I was like, oh, this shit, okay, this is how the nigga doing saying his story that was dope. The story of, of Wesley, the, the role Wesley played was dope. Cause nigga, you a piece of shit that all the niggas like. Yep, 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 dope. So Wesley, man, Wesley, that's a, I would love to see him. I would love to see him do more. He, he went from action to doing these straight to DVDs, and you know, I would love to see him do more shit. Yeah. So yeah. I would love to see him do a lot more comedy. Yeah. 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 He. Don Cheadle. I, I, I want to see Don Cheadle on some shit more. Don Cheadle got he funny too. Hey, Don Cheadle, yeah. motherfucker, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. When the last yeah. time you seen Don Cheadle in a comedic role? I thought uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. He was uh, he threw some comedic shit at and that Mouse. motherfucker that was slept on. His name was Mouse. What his name is Mouse? Yeah, it was Mouse. I remember that shit. Yeah, I remember that shit. I love it. The funniest crazy. shit to me. Was when uh when the nigga was like, man, I told you don't kill nobody. He said, what the fuck you call me for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man. You gotta, Lindsay, you have to watch that movie. Mouse yeah. is a, bro, thanks for reminding me that Mouse was funny as shit in that movie. And you gotta think Mouse was from Kansas City too, remember? Yup, yup, yup. Mouse was from Kansas City. Yup, yup. So is that a biopic or no? No, it's just a, Devil Boots was just a cool movie. I think Spike Lee directed that. I think was it? I don't know if it was Spike Lee, but it might have been. Denzel Washington, um, Don Cheadle. Let's see. Devil. While you looking that up, I give it um, I give it three point five. Three point five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Carl Franklin directed. Okay, whoever that is. Denzel Washington, Don Cheadle, Tom Seasmore. Jennifer Bills. Oh, that's came, um, Flashdance. It came out in 
Yeah. Well, Lindsay. Uh, hey, let's close this motherfucker out, man. Yeah, I got, I got, I got to head on now. I got something I got to do. All right. So, any final words? Nah, nah, I think, uh, nah. All the movies we talked about, I was okay with. All the movies we talked about, I was cool with. Okay. Well, any, anything new? Anything to look forward to coming out movie wise? I don't think. I don't know. I know the Oscars is coming up, so. When I mean I don't think anything they usually have the Oscars in March, so I don't know if they're gonna do it in March this year. Because I haven't heard anything, but I do know it comes after the Golden Globes, and we just had it last week. But I think Candyman coming out soon. Candyman. I think so. The remake, Candyman. Yeah, you know, it's so weird because I don't be knowing which way is up with the releases because of COVID. Because COVID messed everything up, you know. Like, the United States versus Billie Holiday was supposed to come out a long time ago. Judas and the Black Messiah was supposed to come out a long time ago. Coming to America was supposed to come out in December. Like, it it just, a lot of stuff got messed up. Um, Yeah, that's some shit. shit. I do know soon, I don't know how soon, but uh, the new Space Jam is coming. You got Mission Impossible 7, Army of the Dead, Space Jam, this movie called Nobody, the new Ghostbusters. Um, oh, you know, I do remember the trailer for that. That did look pretty good. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh, the sequel to Halloween. That yeah. Halloween remake, that yeah. shit went hard. Hey, yeah. that it shit, did. That shit went yeah. hey, I Okay, I know we got to go. That was old school scary. That was the yeah. like, oh shit, like oh shit, scary. Yeah. I ain't felt that shit in a long time. You know what I'm saying? And you know who was behind that was Danny McBride. And if anybody who don't know who Danny McBride is, go educate yourself because he is one of he is one of the best people to be behind something like the stuff that he okay. puts out is like nothing short of genius. He's behind the um, Righteous Gemstones. Remember me telling you about that a long time ago. On um that show that's on um HBO with okay. um John Goodman about the mega okay. church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. That's yeah. it. Okay, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's um, cracking up. Yeah. He was behind Vice Principals. That was a really good show. I know you're talking on, about. I know yeah, you're talking about. That was on um um HBO as well. Those two shows alone are nothing short of genius. So um I'm gonna have to check them out because I ain't never seen either one of them. They're both on HBO. Like the Righteous Gemstones. Oh my God, that show is so amazing. Should I I push that right there, Lindsay? Should I rent that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, rent that, nigga. It's on HBO Max. So you should get a subscription to HBO Max and watch it on HBO Max. Because they're both HBO series. The Righteous Gemstones and Vice Principal. They're both um, series. The Matrix is coming out. The, uh, uh, this year, right on this year. The Matrix? The Matrix 4, yeah. Which I think they should leave the fuck alone. I think they should, too. Like, I'm not, yeah, so, I'm not too thrilled. I believe y'all, just like my dad left when I was 12. Thank uh, <laughs> <laughs> I respect that, man. I, re- I respect that to the fullest, man. Go on, go on, go on, so, get your pack of cigarettes and beer, and I don't never want to see you again. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Story, man, so the game back. I'm playing with you, Pop, if you see the plan with you. Right. But, um, 
But yeah, so I feel like this is a really good um, episode, guys. I appreciate you, D. Harold, for um, being our guest today. And as always, Lily, really appreciate you as well. Um, yeah, D. Harold. D. Harold. Yeah, the hero. <laughs> Hell yeah, All right. All right, All so right. this is episode 13 of the Ish We Talk, and we will see you on episode 14. Yep. The shit we talk. Exactly. Talk about. <laughs> 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 see y'all, Bob.